You're listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Jerusalem is a city. God wants us to take our city, Santa Clara. And, And then he says in Judea, that is southern part. And it reaches to, I guess we could actually say, Uh, We would, in our present day vernacular, our county and this area in this region, the Bay Area. And in Samaria, it's expanded out a little bit further. And that would encompass all of Israel at that time. And then the world. God has given us a responsibility. You know, when someone dies without Jesus Christ, They will spend eternity in a place of hell, a lake of fire. There's no escaping. Uh, Last Saturday, uh, we had three funerals, and two of I got to attend, and you had a funeral yesterday, and and we had one that was a 44-year-old person, and young, really. And uh, and, uh, I got to go to, had the joy to be at the mayor's funeral. uh, but, But I look at all these people, And you know, when someone is lost, I just can't get it out of my mind. When someone's lost, it's eternity. I read again uh, last week or the week before uh, to a place of a lake of fire, a fire that's fire is not quenched. And I know I hear people at times times say, how could a loving God send anybody to hell? And you know the answer. I've said it here for 48 years. A loving God, no God sends us to hell. We send ourselves there. We reject the salvation that Jesus Christ, Christmas is, it's so exciting with the lights and the festivities and all of that and Christmas carols and hot chocolate and all the, I love all that. And I love hearing jingle, I love hearing the Salvation Army bell. I, I love all that. It's beginning to look a lot like, I love those songs. I'm dreaming of a California Christmas. I, I love it all. But Christmas is that he came. Thank you for singing that. He came at the right time. Amen. And he came with one purpose and he tabernacled here for 33 years and then submitted himself to his creation, man that he created. The God had created Adam and Eve. God created mankind and Adam and Eve were in the garden and they had a perfect setting and they sinned against God. And because of that, the Bible says, wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world and death by sin, so death has passed upon all men for all have sinned. The goal in life is to get people to realize that they're under the judgment of death and only Jesus can bring life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so our job is bigger than ever. I think of of the eight billion people that live on planet Earth, eight billion. I believe when my wife and I came here 48 years ago, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, it was 5 billion. And we're growing so quickly now. The world is expanding. But everyone's going to stand before a holy God for it's appointed to men once to die and after this, the judgment. I was working in my 
prayer journal this week and I saw my aunts and uncles and grandparents and, and my wife's family. As far as I know, all the aunts and uncles but one are all gone. And we had many on both sides. The grandparents have been gone for a, my grandmother, 1938. She, she would have been my mom's mom. 1938, she died. Her dad, 1945. They've been gone forever. My grandmother, 1964. My grandfather, uh, decades ago. They're all gone. All the aunts and uncles are gone. All my uh, uncles that were preachers are all gone. But the joy of our family, to my knowledge, we've never had a family member die and go to hell. My family's had the gospel. I've had cousins and still are preachers and, and my wife's father, my, grand, my father-in-law, a preacher. And our sons are preachers. And I'm just, we, we are so blessed, Brother Van Dyke. Good to see you and your wife back in church. And God raised you up. We're so thankful. Aren't you glad, Jackie, that your husband said in 1977, we're going to that North Valley Baptist Church. And on Thursday night in your home, I'll never forget it, you got saved in January. I'm glad I'm saved. I'm glad God wrote my name in the book of life. I don't deserve it. And today I want to try to come to you with, with a compassion and passion in my heart. I'll get to an outline in a moment as we look at the scripture. But we have a responsibility. How are we going to, how for the flood are we going to, you're big on, you're working this all the time. How are we going to fulfill this response? How are we going to accomplish it? I want you to know by way of the testimony like you just gave what you said about missions. Here's how we're accomplishing it through soul winning. We're going out every day in this church telling people the good news and passing gospel tracts. How we're training our members. And you have a big event in January where Brother Ricky Gravely, pastor in Georgia, great man of God. And about 30 years ago, 35 years ago, he rode a bus. Did not realize he was riding the bus to Chattanooga, Tennessee, Dr. Lee Robertson's church, the great church that, that, that ravaged 12,000. They, they, they call it the Church of the Green Light, sending missionaries around the globe, supported 450 missionaries and had 60-some chapels going every Sunday morning in, in all over the Chattanooga area and in Georgia area and, and preaching and singing and all that, that God did and buses went everywhere. They had a stoplight out front. The Church of the Green Light with green always on. That man's coming to speak to us about soul winning on a Saturday and, and the bus ministry, how to reach folks for Christ. Last year, almost 700 came out for a three-hour lecture on a Saturday morning. That's the kind of church this is because that's our commission. That's our responsibility. I think of what you're doing with the Bibles annually. 100,000 door, uh, doors are getting the Bible every single year for maybe a decade now or longer. I think of what the, the preacher said about worldwide missions. The sun never sets. Our missionary was mentioned to Uganda. He, he took that, that, I don't know what we bought him, but whatever vehicle he said, we bought him that vehicle because he could not get over the, 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 the rivers and up the mountains to these little villages. And he got up to a village with that vehicle that you bought him. I don't know what it cost, 80000 and, and and it just goes on dirt roads. And he got there. And there was just a little, it's just a little, little village out in the jungle. And all these people living out there in poverty. There's about 20 men that were 
sitting around together, and they all had cell phones. And they hooked it up to a car battery, and they were watching North Valley Baptist Church service. That's because of the people here at this church have a burden for souls. I, I continue, I think of our Golden State Baptist College alumni. We have a, over a 1,000, and they're preaching their ministries. I was praying this morning. We have them in Nepal, and we have them in Hong Kong, and we have just all around the globe serving God and preaching the Word of God and teaching people to observe all things. I think of gospel tracts in your ministry of publications. We just went over the 2 million mark of just printing tracts. That does not include our church tracts that we we print elsewhere, perhaps. Tracks going out everywhere. I think about this week we sent to Guyana, a church over there in Guyana, South America, asked for hymn books so that they could sing the same hymn book that you sing out of as they watch our services as well. I think tonight, today of KMBBC Radio, how that all over the globe, I think of long life stream. I'm going to read you a, a list of places that listened last Sunday night, just a normal Sunday night. And I haven't done this probably in five or six years. I've only done it one time. And my wife said to me afterwards that she was so right because I sensed it in my own heart. She said, when you read that, did you feel like it was maybe being prideful? And she wasn't wrong in saying that to me, by the way. And I said, you know what? I felt like it may have been. You know, all these people are listening to us. I, I said, I, I sense that. I've not done it since. I believe my heart is right with this because you'd have to know who I am. I, I just, I'm not false humility. I, 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 I wasn't the one in college that I thought was going to be a pastor of a church like this. I didn't take classes how to be a preacher because I knew I couldn't pass them. I knew I could not learn Hebrew. I never did. I knew I could not learn Greek, and you're supposed to learn it if you're going to be a pastor. I never did. I, I had a hard enough time with English. I, I knew God couldn't call I know, so no, I'm not boasting. I, I'm boasting in God today. But, but last Sunday night, during the service, and he just happened to show me this week, he said, this is just a normal service. At, at that service last Sunday night, just Facebook, not our, not our YouTube and not our, our, but Facebook watching live was over 11,000 people. Just watching our service. And it means more to you than because I don't know how to do the computer. I don't know platforms. But on our, our own station here, our own live stream, uh, let me read to you. And I know I'm not boasting in myself. I'm boasting in God. Last Sunday night, just a normal Sunday, America, Samoa, Samoa Australia, Bel uh, Belgium, Botswana, Brazil, Canada, China, Chile, Czech Republic, Denmark, France, Germany, Guam, Guyana, Honduras, Hong Kong. And by the way, I'm not just, these not are just, thank God for mission. These are not just missionaries. These are thousands upon thousands of people. 
and Hong Kong and Honduras and India and Indonesia and Ireland and Italy and Mexico. And you see why you're so important, choir? You see why you're so important? That hallelujah chorus this morning, see why that's so important? For a preacher in the Netherlands watching today and Nigeria, New Zealand and Norway and Pakistan and Panama and Philippines and Qatar. Qatar is under all this war situation with Israel and Singapore and South Africa and South Korea and Taiwan and Thailand and, and, and United Kingdom. And I look at all these states, every state in the United States listing last Sunday, just a regular, we didn't advertise it, special day. I, I'm going to say that. I didn't know I was going to say this. I'm just telling you, son, Fred, when, when we came here 19, February 8th, 1976, preached my first time here, I, I never had an idea that, that you could talk to the whole world at the same moment. What we have now the internet and I don't like all the social media stuff and most of it I know is lies but I do know there's a place and many places like this that are preaching the truth and what it says to me we're trying to get the gospel to the world we're trying to get the gospel to Qatar and to China and to India and the Philippines and we're trying to get it to every state and every little city and every large city in America and my challenge on this end of the month and end of the year of 2023 is always, I want to do more for God as a church and as an individual reaching the lost for Christ in 2024. More on the buses, more churches established, more people sent out, more people trained, getting the gospel to this area. The only hope this area in this world has is Jesus Christ. I think of how you're reaching people with those buses. I saw all those bus kids and teenagers coming in today. God bless you folks running those buses. And teenagers have changed since 48 years ago. It's different. But I'll tell you what, every kid I talked to and every teenager this morning was very polite to me. They look different. They look so wounded, and they are. It looks so strange the way they all dress nowadays and they behave. It's, it's just different. But they know they have a pastor that loves them. I don't get to see them that much. One point, almost 1.6 million have come to this church on the buses in 48 years. I was looking at my list today, and I, I, some are pastoring churches now, those bus kids, and serving God. Let's not get so wrapped up with our own lives and the immediate that we forget the opportunity that this church has collectively to reach the world for Christ. Acts 1.8, this is not a suggestion. This is not a, just simply a promise. This is a command. Say, well, I don't have talent to, to be a soul winner and win the loss. You're, God's not looking for talent. God's not looking for ability. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. When I was a boy, we'd sing not very far away from here, about 15 minutes, till the whole, it's in our hymn book, world knows 
till the whole world knows. I will shout and sing of Christ my King till the whole world knows. The world has to know. They has to know. I know. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. Dost thou not care that millions are dying, dying in sin and despair, waiting for someone to tell them of Jesus? Yes, waiting everywhere. When we were in the war over in Iraq, the average soldier that was carrying those weapons for Iraq was 15 years of age. I'm glad our boys don't have to walk the streets with weapons in their possession trying to kill people. I'm glad that we have a faith in Jesus Christ that doesn't tell you that if you kill people and you kill yourself, you get 72 virgins waiting for you in a paradise situation. I'm glad it's not by works of righteousness which we have done. It's all according to his mercy he saved us. In this text, did you see the people that are involved but ye? Ye, 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 ye. Every section, all those that are watching, ye. This is a ye thing. I'm not telling it. No, but it's a ye thing. But I can't sing. Well, join the crowd. It's a ye thing. But I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Uh, Join the crowd. It's a we thing. It's ye. Ye. People. Because people need the Lord. Every day they pass me by. I can see it in their eyes. Empty people filled with despair. Headed who knows where. On they go through private pain. Living fear to fear. People need the Lord. Little children are being exploited. But people need the Lord. Children need the Lord. Public school kids need the Lord. Christian school school kids need the Lord. Homeschool kids need the Lord. Private schools need the Lord. These children need God. A problem in America is we've just discounted God. We've thrown God out. My goodness, what the vice president said yesterday about standing with Hamas. I mean America. Standing with Palestine. Standing and, and really backhanding Israel. We've never had a government leader like that before. And in Congress, they're swearing and using foul language about how they are against Israel. And they're for that Entrance into that country and brutalizing women and children, chopping kids' heads off, babies' heads off. I'm sure I've never heard the vice president's voice. I don't even know what it sounds like. I can't even say her first name. She's on my prayer list. I always forget what it is. I know the last name's Harris. What a sad thing. What a sad thing that Oakland... City Council would vote unanimous against Israel this week. What, what a sad thing that the president yesterday would, would, would say, UN climate change, 
We're going to give 500 million to sodomy and transvestites. What's that have to do with climate change? And then he's proposing that we get rid of, we, we don't eat as much meat because the, the cows are hurting the emissions of our air quality. Man, we better not go to Home Depot and, and Lowe's because and, I get cow manure there for my flowers. <laughs> and I pay for it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're crazy. We're crazy. We're just, we're so anti-God that we'll fall for any lie. Well, how are you going to change that? Not, not through the ballot box. Those Republicans are just as bad, the vast majority of them. Bunch of cowards. Mitt Romney said this week, I'm going to have to vote for a Democrat. Well, that shows you're not a Republican. I'm just telling you, folks, we're, we're a mess, but it's because we rejected God. Ye, the people, power shall receive power. You know, that's the joy of it. My wife could tell you this is true. I love being, I love being with people. I love it. I enjoy it. I love going to that back door shaking your hand. But if you say, is pastor a shy person or outgoing? She knows the answer. I'm shy. I like talking to you. I love that. If I, I, That's my job. But on, on any if Saturday night, I could come here and hide in the back row. That would be fine with me. But I have more of a responsibility than that. And I tell you how I get out of it, the power of God on my life. He's not always all my life like he should be. My pride gets in the way. Ye, the people, shall receive power, power. That's a Greek word, dunamis. It's where you get the word dynamite, explosion. He can take a quiet man and make him into a bold man to get the gospel. Not a cruel man or not a harsh man. Ye shall receive power. So the people, the power, and it's planned. What's his plan? Oh, it says it right there. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Here, here, here's the plan. Ye shall be witnesses. I, I don't do with this with my wife present, but I'll talk to people behind the counter all the time. And I said, uh, I always invite them to church. And, I, and, and they'll say, wow, that's a beautiful church. Said, My wife and I began it 48 years ago. We, we came. I always do this. She's going to talk, talk to me, tell me afterwards, don't do that. I always pull the phone out. Uh, uh, what do you call the, the first picture that shows up? I know what it's called, but I can't remember. What is, what is that? My wallpaper. Wallpaper? My wallpaper is a picture of my wife. And it says, look at this girl. And every time, wow, she's beautiful. Yeah, she's beautiful, but she's a mean thing, I'll say a lot of times. <laughs> she throws things at me all the time. She is beautiful, I'll give you that. You know what? I want everybody to see her because she said yes to me 51 years ago and this month we were married. I think the world of her. I want everybody to know who she is. I, I didn't have a car the other day, so I was walking home on Friday night, and, um, and I was passing the park, and I saw a man I've never seen in my life. And they said, Up, oh, Pastor, your wife won't let, you, won't let you drive the car today. I thought, how does he know me? 
Now we talked for a little bit. I want everybody to know about her. We have three wonderful children. Tiffany, Timothy, Tabitha. All serving God with their mates full time. You know, we love those kids. We just love those kids. I tell everybody about them all the time. All the time. Because they're our kids. We have 14 grandkids. Why do I talk about? Because they're ours. I want to, let's talk about Jesus, the King. I want to talk about the Lord. I've been left on planet Earth to get the gospel to people. Amen. There's the people. There's the power. There's a plan to just go door to door, house to house, person to person. And then there's a person. It's Jesus. Ye shall be witnesses of me. I know I'm out of time. Me, that's the person. Uh, we don't need to talk about our church as much as we need to talk about our Savior. You know that God loves you. And you say that's almost anybody. Brother, Brother Kenny, you say that's almost anybody today. Most people don't know they're loved. But God loves you. And we all mess up our lives so much with, with ourself and sin and, and poor decisions. Uh, and say, man, I'm, a, I'm such a terrible, I've made such a mess. Most of the world thinks that. But I want to assure you that God loves you just right where you're at. He said, I couldn't keep my marriage together. Yeah, but God loves you. I'm bankrupt. Yeah, but God loves you. I wasn't a good dad, but God loves you. I wasn't a good mother. Yep, I wasn't a good child. Yep, but God loves you. I'm a thief. I have to report to my parole officer every week. I'm a thief. I'm a this. I'm a that. I know. That's who Jesus came looking for. He came not to call the righteous to repentance, but sinners. When we were working for your dad 50-some years ago, he's filling up heaven with sinners who have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. I remember singing that. I'm just thinking of that right now. There's the people. There's the power. There's the plan. There's the person. It's Jesus. And then I close. There's a place. It's Jerusalem. Judea, Samaria. In our psalm book, and we won't sing it for the invitation today, and you don't need to turn there. We sing it a lot at missions conference, but I think we should sing it all the time. O Zion, haste, thy mission high fulfilling, to tell to all the world that God is light, that he who made all nations is not willing that one soul should perish, lost in chains of night. That third stanza says, proclaim to every people, tongue, and nation that God in whom they live and move is love. Tell how he stooped to save this lost creation and died on earth that men might live above. I like this stanza. Give of thy sons to bear the message glorious. Listen to this. Give of thy wealth to speed them on their way. Pour out thy soul for them in prayer victorious. And all thou spendest, Jesus will repay. Publish glad tidings, tidings of peace. Our job today, folks, 
Our responsibility is my message to mankind is to reach the lost. Before we stand in a moment, have an invitation and go from a pastor's heart to your heart. I want to thank you so much for almost a half a century, 50 years coming up in 500 some days. You've been given to missions since day one. You've been running the buses since day one. You've been teaching Sunday school since day one. A hundred thousand, nearly almost a hundred thousand people have walked the aisles of this church and have been led to Christ one-on-one because of you. And because of you, I, I passed tracks this week. A man was delivering something in my house and moving something into the house and Passed him a track this week. He owns a company. He said, I rode, I'm saved. I rode the bus, North Valley. I rode the bus to North Valley. That happens every week of my life. You don't have a million, almost six riders, 1.6 million, without people having ridden the bus. I can go anywhere within about 100 miles of here and pass tracks, and I guarantee it, and I've seen it happen. That before long, I used to live over there. I rode the bus. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Missionaries have been everywhere preaching the gospel because you support them. We have a commission. We have a mission. Let's not miss it. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.